0: Welcome to Intuition Your First Sense. This is Vicki Baird and this week I want to talk about why as humans we stall our own greatness. Why do we hold back on it? Why aren't we just stepping into it and claiming it? I wonder this with myself and with most of the people that I talk to, because a lot of the times I can feel that limitation within them and that practiced habit of holding back. And I feel like we do that a little bit too much. And I'd like to talk about it and also offer some advice, uh, maybe some steps, something that you could do if that is in fact something you're experiencing. So stick around. You are listening to Intuition, Your First Sense. I'm Vicki Baird, your intuitive life and development coach. So thanks for hanging with me. This subject is something that obviously in coaching you see a lot. I have amazing people who come in, very directed people, like they have an idea, they have a knowing of what they'd like to create in their life, but not quite sure how to get there. And which is so fun for me because I love charting a course. And a lot of the times what I will see in them is or hear from what they're talking about is this learned behavior of holding back on their greatness. And what I mean by greatness is this concept that really references our our own individual potential. So what is it that is within you that your soul came here to give a try about, wanted to learn, and apply and offer as its own, um, own gift to the universe and to your own process. And like, what is that? It's a little bit of a measuring stick, isn't it? Or, um, what are those things called? Like the tape measure where it comes out and if you don't hold the button, it goes kind of back in. We used to get in trouble in home ec class if we didn't hold the button in and let it go in quietly. Ah, memories. So this This measuring device, whatever you may use, is so individual and because we all have a different level of potential and I believe always expanding. Everything is expanding. You learn something today, you have a different idea of how you'd like to approach things. Right now we are in a time where we are being asked to expand Beyond what we even find comprehensible. That's why your head might feel like it's spinning a little bit as we go through this whole quarantine process, and as we learn to spend time with self and with others. I think my cat is a little done with me. She's like, "Is no one, are, is no one else gonna come visit this house besides my, besides you?" I think she finds me a little boring. But this point of reference, this, um dristi, if you will, that's in like in yoga, when you're, when you're wanting to find your balance and to hold a a strong pose, tree pose, mountain pose, a balancing pose, typically they'll ask you to find your dristi and you put your gaze on something solid so that it gives you a sense of balance and it tells your head you are okay. And that we can try this pose on one leg. So that is, a you know, another level of measuring. Can I create, can I be in balance? And I think we all have a different, I know we all have a different level of that within us. The things that I find challenging someone else may breeze right through, or if it's something like stand up in front of you know, five hundred people and give a talk. Most people would be like, "I am not doing that. You are nuts," and I run towards the stage. So there's something within me that embraces that, that finds it charging, even, even. So it's all very personalized, right? And I think only limited by our imagination, um, what we believe about ourselves. And ambition. I I feel like the, the topic of greatness probably made you think, oh, I don't have any of that. Well, you do. Maybe it's not been uncovered. Maybe you haven't had a conversation with that aspect of yourself that ha- allows it to even be a possibility. Maybe you don't know where the ambition is, and we're going to talk about that and how to light that up and how to access it. Maybe you didn't even consider this topic. Maybe you thought it was for somebody else because a lot of the times I find when I broach this subject with people, they'll look at me like I've got, you know, five heads. And it's because there's a belief in there somewhere that whatever the level of greatness is, I it can be that you learn to tie your shoes. I'm not saying that this is that um, blown up version and often out of kilter perspective we can have, at least in the United States, of putting those who have not really done all that much in their life on a pedestal um, and might not even be the decent, most decent person. And boy, we still align them with the idea of greatness. Why? Because within us, we want to feel that. So we're willing to believe it in others, but we're not maybe putting forth the effort to find out what it is within ourselves and then do a little bit of work. So this is why I want to bring this topic up because I think the more we talk about these things and the more we walk around in wonder about, huh, I wonder what my greatness is. I wonder what it is that I bring the world Am I someone who brings a smile to other people's face because of the, you know, silliness that I I allow myself to have? Um, am I someone who has a gift of music so that others feel calm and centered when they hear that? Am I someone who is naturally gifted in working with other people or with kids or with lumber, Um, all of this stuff happens and it's within us. And yet we have to do a little bit of self-discovery and practice in order to access it, in order to look at it. So it's a very big word and it can seem like a huge concept. And when I'm asking someone to look at their own greatness to see what is inside of them that might want to come out it's because i can hear it in there and i can intuitively feel it that it simply wants to be acknowledged to be clear you can feel a great desire to be of peace with some of the experiences you've had as a as a child or that you've gone through in relationship, um, or that, you know, you're, you have doing in your own communication with yourself. Greatness in and of yourself is not about applying it in the world first and foremost. It's about recognizing within you that there is an inherent knowing love, um, at, um, sometimes it's hard to translate into words what that energy is and it's a you said you'd be here as a soul that took a lot of courage to get here now how do you want to be as that soul a lot of the times when we're talking about accessing our gifts or our abilities intuitively, you know, mathematically, musically, humanitarian wise, a lot of the times we tend to go external and how is this going to be seen by others? How will I serve others? And while that's a wonderful application of discovering what your abilities may be, I still feel like it's an inside job. It's something that we have to get to know within ourselves and spend a little bit of time um, contemplating how we want to be within ourselves, how we want to be in the world. And then if we want to give it out, you don't have to. So the greatness can be that you've discovered, oh, there's just so many ways it can show up, that you've discovered that you are someone who will be a minimalist. You are someone who won't have a bunch of stuff around you. And in doing that, you're honoring your practices, the earth, and you know maybe reducing your carbon footprint it doesn't have to be on a billboard. It doesn't have to be announced. I actually think some of this stuff is meant to be kept close to heart so that we don't get big fat heads. Um, And some of the people that I've had the, the fortune to work with and been so grateful, their outward expression is of what we would consider greatness. Most of us would, you know, measure their what they've accomplished in education, in their fiscal lives, in how they're in the community. And yet some people that I've worked with are so empty inside. They've have all these accomplishments. Their resume looks amazing and probably their credit score too, but inside they're feeling empty. I feel like we have to look at both sides of that. And if someone is feeling less than charged up within themselves, that's a much bigger issue for me or much bigger area of contemplation than what's my next job that I want to do. Sometimes people will come to me and they're looking for that next level of success because that's where they've reached, you know, that's where they've received the accolades. So they've internalized that to be their greatness. And when I ask them, you know, what do you do for joy? What lights you up? If no one's looking, who are you then? And if nobody's asking, who are you presenting? Because that's way more important. And we are really going to need people in alignment and people who know who they are so they can hold that strength while there's, you know, some of this chaos that's happening right now. And this is a good time. If there was ever a time of contemplation, it's now because we're facing much more real aspects of, you know, questions within ourselves. We're facing our own mortality. And a lot of people don't have to do that or don't think about it before they're here for many decades. And I, so I think there is an opportunity right now to be asking some of these questions. And in doing it, be willing to filter out what are other people's opinions? Um, what are other people saying that don't necessarily resonate and maybe what opinions do you have? I found myself a bit riled this week because I can see the people who are being opportunistic during this time and really, really promoting their businesses, which is fine. Um, especially if you are in a service industry and you want to help people, and healing, some people are going about it in a way that is all ego. And my ego got stoked. I wanted to email them or call them and say, What are you doing? We didn't see anything of you until this happens, and people are vulnerable, and now you're going to jump on it. And then I realized, Oh, that is Vicki's opinion. That is not going to help anyone, nor is that me being in my greatness. That's me being in my judgy, judgy self. And then, you know, that other people's opinions can be your opinion that you're having about other people. So it's important to look at where and how am I walking in my greatness because you may not be showing up your best self. And, you know, thankfully I've installed a filter. I didn't always have one of those. And I do my seven second roll. For me, it's seven seconds. I just have to pause for seven seconds And I know whether I'm acting out of that lower aspect ego, or am I acting (laughs) in a way that could be helpful. It wasn't helpful, so I just decided to zip my lips and not go directly to the person. Persons, actually seeing it a lot, Um, but that happens in these times. It's not okay, but it does happen. And a lot of the times I think we hold back Because we, I think most people are walking around with a fear of success, not a failure. I think a lot of people are afraid that they, if they access that place inside of them and it goes really well, am I going to have to maintain that level all the time? Which of course not. Everything ebbs and flows, brilliance comes, and then it needs time to percolate. Um, it's kind of like driving a standard vehicle. I don't know if you know how to drive one. If you don't, you should learn. They might come back in style. (laughs) Anyway... Um, and you might have to move a truck for somebody. You never know. So when you're first starting to drive a standard, there's that that neck-jerking activity where it's like, er, 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 as you get your foot, your gas foot and your clutch foot to get to work in tandem and then still keep in mind that you have to hit the, the brake. I think it's brilliant for our brains to learn know how to drive one of those. But a lot of this accessing our internal um, – success, uh, joy, love, greatness, uh, expression, any of those. It is very start and stop. And a lot of the times when people stop, they just freeze. They, They don't go in again. I mean, how many times have you started a new exercise program and then you stop and then you start and then you stop? And it's, it's mostly when you find the place and find the exercise that you really love that you'll stick with it. You know, so there's been many, many classes that I've taken and walked away and gone, no, I don't think so. And then running and spin are the two that I absolutely, I don't always love running when I'm in it. But I always love the fact that my body got to do it. So this is the same, I think it's the same premise. We're not all that complex as humans, that sometimes you got to get back in there and you got to try it again in order to know <laughs> what it is. Maybe you throw out the fact that you're, you're never going to be a good person. Um, A person who can draw or paint but you can carry a tune so maybe that's where some of it is so why don't you think about what it might be within you that has a level of zippity-doo-dah has a level of um, a level of expression that's trying to get out so it, it will often be lined up with the idea that you can't let go of, the desire that's in the heart, but the head isn't listening. So while we take a little break and I do the whole sponsor thing in the middle of the episode, why don't you think about what it might be within you that wants to be heard? You're listening to Intuition, Your First Sense, the podcast by Vicki Baird, intuitive coach, consultant, and speaker. Did you know that you can schedule a private intuitive session with Vicky? Book your own phone or video session online at vickybearcom slash booking. And if you're ready to create transformation in your life as you develop your own intuition, choose a coaching package. With three, six, or 12-month options, you can benefit from Vicky's wise guidance over time as you discover your path. Plus, with a coaching package, you'll get improved pricing and priority-advanced scheduling. Book today at vickybearcom slash booking. That's V-I-C-K-I-B-A-I-R-D dot com slash book. Welcome back. Did you come up with anything? I bet you did. And you may have even bumped into your inner critic that was saying, this is for other people. This is not okay. This is being egotistical. This is being self-centered, whatever the messages are likely to be planted there by others. Um, I hope you came up with something It typically shows up inside of you as a hunger it's a hunger for something more and it's very different from that hunger for carbs <laughs> um, or for, but it is a craving you know it's a hunger that keeps repeating itself and it will show up. I believe the universe works in our favor this way is because it will keep bringing the opportunities and putting them in front of you until you actually say, oh, maybe that is for me. It's a desire for greater than you have now part of the being here as a soul and a human in combination and learning to use your first sense and apply it to the other five is recognizing that we are always going to want more and that is fine. It's being in balance with the wanting of more. Is it an expansion of self? Is it a something that can also help others? Is it something that that literally drives you, you know, when people go from doing the 5k to the 10k, to the marathon, to the ultra, and I don't know if it's behind beyond ultra ultras, uh, there's something inside of them that says I want more. And I think that's brilliant. I think it's something that is of soul language that's saying you are capable of expansion, and you are, you know, part of the contract you're here for is about expansion. What could you learn to do? Um, And knowing that you have more inside of you that isn't being expressed, and once you listen to that desire, you then can act on it. You can take the small steps. Remember my statement of um, micro-movements matter, 3M? different 3M than the sticky notes and stuff and tape, but micro st- movements matter. Those tiny steps absolutely do add up. So once you identify what is this hunger that I have inside of me, maybe I want to learn to listen to my intuition more. We are definitely heading into a space where we need that because common sense and Leadership is going to shift greatly across the world and all leaders that are out there better be tapping into their intuition or they are going to be left curbside. So call me, I'll help you with it. That ability to acknowledge what is calling to you on the inside, what is asking to be heard and then pay attention to it is brings joy. It brings a balance and a peace. You might not even have to move on it. You know, so I was speaking with someone and I suggested that she start writing the book that we've talked about a couple times during this time, not because she's got any downtime, mind you, she's still running a very large, um, division, but it needs to come out right now because there's, there's a voice trying to get out and she will feel more energized if she allowed the, the voice to come out. So it's not that you have to put things into action. It's that you may just need to do a list or you may want to get those supplies that you put in the basement out and start working on a blanket, or you might remember that you used to love to do jigsaw puzzles and you get those out and that you're listening to your, the greatness within is that you'd like to meditate. And a jigsaw puzzle is a wonderful way to meditate. So it's a moving meditation, which is fantastic, but acknowledging it and paying attention to it and then feeding it, giving it, give it a little bit of nourishment in those small steps. will add up, um, those habits that we create, you know, they, they build on themselves and then become the structures in which we walk around in life. So, and then you don't think about it so much, right? You don't think so much about brushing your teeth. It's not a, Oh, I got to brush my teeth. You like the results, I hope. And you do it without too much, um, complaint. And then the feedback is the dentist says, Oh, you have lovely teeth. Um, so take some time to get to know what's calling to you, what's asking to be expressed. You may sit down sometimes and it will be like, leave a message at the beep. Nothing is coming in. <laughs> I, I got nothing <laughs> and that's okay. Uh, you may have to sit <laughs> and ask another time. You might have to go for that drive or the run. Um, <laughs> sometimes It's all blank space and that is okay. Um, And it may take many different paths of getting there. Like I said, the different ways we exercise, the instruments that you try, uh, that kids, you know, when, when they're younger and they try the different sports, all of that is a way to help your brain enjoy this buffet of life and to give it a little bit of freedom to, decide what it likes and what it doesn't like all the crafts that you've tried. Um, there is a, there is a difference in starting something and never completing it as a habitual practice and, you know, trying things to see if you actually like them. So there is a, a slight difference there because if it's an attention thing where you're not, following through. If you don't follow through on anything, that's a habitual practice. That's an issue that needs to be addressed. But if you try something, you give it a conscious thought and, and feel it and, um, ask your inner being if it, this is, if this lights you up and you come up with a no, well then don't go back to it. Um, it's okay to leave it. Recently, um, my partner and I have been, uh, shooting baskets and playing, well, our form of basketball. I'm not really good at the whole defense thing. Uh, but he uh, he coaches Special Olympics basketball and everything's been called off, but we were missing that. So we started playing ourselves. Like before it was coaching, it wasn't playing. So we started playing. My arms are so sore. I did not realize how many muscles it takes to try to make a foul shot because those are my specialties. So of course I keep going back to it. Um, but it's an example of something I had said to him, it's an example of finding a level of greatness within. And again, I am never going to play for anything, probably not even casual. Um, but certainly not professional, but I used to shoot baskets all the time as a kid for calming myself, um, for med- a meditative practice, for being outside. And I had said to him a couple weeks ago, even before things got called off, I'd, I'd really like to be shooting some hoops and stuff. And once we've been doing it, it's been so liberating to that child self part of me that it allows for a greatness is it solving anything in the world no and that's okay although it is giving us the opportunity to be outside and to get some exercise to have a little fun he beats me in every game we play (laughs) and that's okay I'm a very gracious loser I just want someone to win it doesn't have to be me um doesn't mean I won't practice a little bit and I won't do a little happy dance that the day I actually beat him, um, in a game. But the, the whole idea of, is it serving anything outside myself? It doesn't have to, because if I'm feeling that joy and it's helping me to help others because it's dissipating some energy and bouncing a ball and clapping your hands and, like those slam balls in the gym classes and stuff, this, the ones filled with sand, you can order them, you can get them at the stores for yourself at, at home. Very good stress reliever. So it doesn't have to, whatever it is, you can try many different modalities. Like this week alone, I've done yoga. I've run. I did a hit workout today. We played basketball twice and took the dog for a walk, that kind of stuff is going to help bring out the greatness in you. So whatever your um, joy is, if it's a bar class, if, well, it's probably going to have to be virtual for a little while, but um, is it kickboxing? Is it uh, Pilates? Um, Is it you know, taking a nice quiet walk yourself. It doesn't matter, but there does have to be some kind of physical connection to allow all of that to come outside because it also outside of you rather it, um, will help with the nervous system too. So be willing to give a bunch of things a go It doesn't have to, you don't have to pick one thing and stick with it. And please don't get too caught up on the word greatness. I used it because that was the word I heard people needed to hear um, and people needed to k- kind of grapple with truthfully because we are going to need people to step up and to be accessing their greatness and in whatever form that is. And I, what I'm seeing online is so wonderful that um, there are a lot of of people who have homeschooled their kids right along are now stepping up to help the parents who are home and having to become teachers. That's an example of accessing your greatness and being willing to help others and to accessing your, your humanitarian inside. So always be learning, you know, along those lines, the kids are home and you may be teaching them. I bet you're learning a lot too, but what what do you want to learn right now? What books do you want to read? What uh, classes do you want to take online? What tutorials uh, do you want to access? Uh, I have a Wisdom Wednesday group that is coaching, and I do teaching and intuitive training as well. And then we end with a quiet meditation. It's the last Wednesday of the month, so. By the time this airs, it should be tonight that if you listen to it on the Wednesday, (laughs) Um, you can sign up. If you can't make it to the group, the recording is sent to you the next day and you still get the benefit of it. And that's a way to learn. We have a different subject each month. And sometimes people are asking what the subject is. And sometimes I'm pulling it from a download from Spirit. So when I heard the word greatness, I hedged a little bit on it but I really do feel like everyone has it within them and if we start listening we're this place is going to be a lot of fun to live so you might have to do a little bit of daydreaming I hope you do some daydreaming I hope you let your mind wander you know maybe you want to be the one that can hula hoop the most times of anyone who's ever hula hooped Uh, if you do it more than three times, you got me beat. (laughs) So don't have to set the bar real high on that one. (laughs) But uh, daydream, ask yourself, what would it look like when I access this? Not if, when I access this desire I have within me. Um, and, And do a little forecasting, you know, do a little bit of This is what it could look like, or this is what it might end up being because that also helps in the law of attraction to create. So this isn't to give you one more thing to do, but it is something that's very much part of all of our soul's journey. So I figured let's just get started on it and have you, um, wondering about yourself. And when the critic comes up, you need to talk nicely to that critic It's there because it thinks it's supposed to keep you safe. So you can calm its little butt down by assuring it that you did not come here into this human body as a soul to be a martyr to other people's causes, to negate your own worth, to hide behind somebody else's, you know, what they say, do they'll in, somebody else will invent it. Someone else will do it. Someone else will create that. Well, why can't you be the someone else? Why does it always have to be someone else? You didn't come here to coast because the other thing about this is if we don't apply ourselves, and I'm not saying you have to be productivity monsters at all because a lot of this can be done with simple mindfulness, contemplation and connectiveness with self this isn't about productivity. This is about knowing yourself well enough that you are in a place of contentment the majority of the time. So, if you're always waiting for somebody else to do it, you didn't come here to coast, you'll be doing many, many lifetimes, my friend, many, many more lifetimes. And you've maybe heard me say it before. If you've listened to past episodes, I'm trying to see how much I can understand, learn, expand, and get done in this lifetime while balancing it out with the walks with the dog, the meditation, the needle felting, um, the dancing around my living room and singing and whatever else comes up to keep me balanced so all of that is included in having a very fulfilling life and if we're willing to share that Marie Forleo has a statement um, she's that's a course I'm taking right now and she uh, I'm gonna have to paraphrase it because I don't know specifically she has a book called everything is figure outable and I like the, i like any of the able words but she says that everyone has a gift to give the world and it is our duty to bring that to the world i believe in that um i wouldn't take her course if i didn't believe in that i believe in that message of everyone has something inside of them that they may not be sharing and it does not need to be shared on the big stage or the screen or even beyond your household. Uh, if you are the, you know, kindest pet owner, or if you are someone who genuinely loves the parenting process with all its joys and icks, um, then that's greatness. You know, that's, that, man, that's greatness right there. So we have to be willing to see it inside of us. But just first of all, I think it requires knowing that there's something in there. It may take you a while to figure it out. That's okay. Keep looking. And then, you know, a lot of the times feedback will help you to, access what that is. Part of the, one of the things I had to do for the course was to ask other people what they thought of me. And I've asked my clients to do this, uh, but hadn't done it myself. And some of the feedback was wonderful. I, well, all of it was wonderful. People were very kind. Um, and they were truthful. You know, some of my favorite statements and some of it was the, uh, that I don't BS and That I bring humor, and was the one of the other ones that was very common. uh, Straight shooter. I guess that goes with the BS, but and the intuitive abilities, of course. But that that helps you to hone what might my greatness be if I can't find it, if I don't know what it is. In If we ask other people, what do you feel is my greatest quality? That's a great way to ask it because then it's not necessarily about what are you doing or not doing your character. It's about your character. So that might be one way to help you hone in on what is that greatness that's within you because maybe you just haven't had a lot of practice in seeing it. So... And it does take courage, but what about being a human doesn't take courage? And right now we are accessing that part of us that is absolutely resilient, courageous, amazing, and I do believe we are going to succeed wildly through this and be amazed at how we come back into integrity within ourselves after this process. And perhaps that's why I heard I had to do a podcast about our greatness because we need people to start looking at it now so that when, you know, things stop being so topsy-turvy, we're able to offer it out into the world and to help others perhaps. So ask yourself what the greatness in you what greatness in you is asking to be acknowledged and i asked myself this question i don't ask anything of my clients or of you guys that i won't do myself there's no task too menial um and there is no ask i think that's above or yeah that's above me i can't figure out how to say that anyway so mine this week when I asked what was, what greatness was I not acknowledging? And honestly, it came back as, you know, being a leader in this energy and an intuitive world, which I've had a lot of success in, and I'm grateful for that. But I was hiding during this whole virus thing. I was not giving my opinion. I thought I should stay neutral. I'm still not going to give any advice on how to handle it, except emotionally, physically, mentally, um, in, in supporting your, your electrical system. But that's not okay. I mean, that's not showing your greatness. If you're going to hide when things are tough, that's when people need support the most. And so my challenge has been to show up in this, to offer the tools, the skills, and to be willing to stand front and center and say, yeah, it's pretty crappy right now, but you know what? We are amazing and we are resilient and we have greatness and we will thrive through this and we will come hopefully to an understanding within each of us, it will be different, of what the gift inside of this was. So there's greatness in situations as well. So I do hope that this gives you something to contemplate um, and give me some of your own feedback. So subscribe, not only subscribe and comment, but reach out to me uh, through email info at VickyBaird.com through the website. There's a contact form on there, um, on all social media. I'm at coach Vicki Baird and let me know what your greatness is. Uh, I really do love hearing it. And if I can support it in any way, I am thrilled to do that. So thank you so much and take care of you. And keep laughing because that humor is really going to raise the vibration. And that's necessary right now. So let's contribute our greatness there. Thank you for listening to Intuition, Your First Sense. As always, please like and subscribe to this podcast wherever you are listening to it. Leave a review and take a minute to share it with a friend. You can find me all across social media at, at coach Vicky Baird, and you can book a virtual session with me from wherever you are in the world at VickyBaird.com slash booking. That's V-I-C-K-I-B-A-I-R-D.com slash booking. Thank you again and see you on the next episode. Okay. Thanks for listening.